Hallelujah. Oh, I think we can do it better. Hallelujah. To the Lord for your salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, God has been good, good. Let us sound like that. God is so good. I will worship him forever. On a Sunday morning like this, I would have been somewhere. 
at least some two bottles of beer and some <laughs> but look what the Lord has done hallelujah oh celebrate him amen hallelujah I want to salute Bishop Ni Achedu a general a general in the kingdom of the Lord such a powerful man of God and a great blessing and uh, what he said about being my father is true <laughs> but I thank God for his life and for the great work that is going on here this is a beautiful church I tell you you have a beautiful church I have visited churches but the atmosphere here is so nice Oh, 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 oh. It's a sweet atmosphere. The music is nice. Oh, it's too powerful. Bishop Me, we salute you. You are a great man of God. Really appreciate you. God bless you for giving your life for the work of God. Hallelujah. And of course, his beautiful wife. Lady Pastor Adele Wow God bless you She's made me feel very comfortable That's the thing And we're so grateful to God for her life also And for all the pastors Lady Pastor Yemisi yeah, you And um, Reverend Dio Reverend O.J. Reverend O.J. is an old buddy. Hallelujah. And all the pastors, Pastor Taz, everybody, God bless you so much. Amen. It's a pleasure to be here. Amen. Especially on a day like this, Happy Salvation Sunday, I think it's a good place to be in God's house. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you so much for today. We bless you for this opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you for your blood that saved us. Your blood that brought us out of sin. That today we can lift up holy hands in your presence. We ask that your spirit will be with us this morning. In Jesus name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. This morning also we cannot say all these nice words without mentioning the man through whom our lives have been so transformed. Hallelujah. Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't think I'll be a, I would have been a pastor. No, 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 no. He looked at me and said, you can be a pastor. I said, me, he said, you. <laughs> I said, this man. But today he's working. And thank God for his life and for his vision. And for always leading us. Hallelujah. And this morning I'm excited to be preaching from his book. Amen. Blood power. Somebody say blood power. 
Oh, I didn't hear you say blood power. Blood power. Amen. So I'm preaching uh, from chapter 4 of this book And um, I want to title the message The Miracle of Salvation It's talking about how the blood of Jesus Has performed the greatest miracle Amen. Amen The greatest miracle Is not that you have a beloved <laughs> It's a minor Minor <laughs> The greatest miracle is not that you, you, you've gotten a new car. Or you, 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 you done what? Locally, it's a, a minor one. Or you built a nice house. It's not the greatest miracle. Because you find that people always major on these things. But in the sight of God, it's nothing. You know, one time I, was not feeling too well. And um, in fact, the thing went back and forth. We couldn't understand. I think about four years ago. And uh, Bishop Dag was also very concerned about it. So he actually asked one of our lady pastors, who's a doctor, to do a test, run a test, see what is happening, why. You know, so when they finished everything, then. She called me and she said that, oh, we have good news. I said, oh, why? What is it? And he said, oh, what we thought it was, that's not what it is. So it's good news. You know, but I was still not feeling too well. So I was wondering where the good news was coming from. (laughs) You know, but they were looking at a bigger picture. They were looking at something else I wasn't looking at. So to them as doctors... This is what they were looking at, and that thing was not there. So to them, it's a good news. You know, many times, God is looking at the bigger picture of you being saved from hell. But we look at the smaller picture of having a shoe, a car, a house, a wife, mobile phone. So when we say salvation is good news, when we say that being saved is good news for you, I mean good news, but I don't have a car, good news, I don't have a shoe. But to God, because you are saved from hell... It's the greatest news and it's the greatest miracle. I thought somebody will stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. It's good news. There's something about salvation. It brings so much joy. It's the best thing that can ever happen to you. And that's why throughout the scriptures you see that Bible talks about joy. In fact, David said in Psalm 51, he said, he said, cast me not away from your presence. He said, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Then he said, restore unto me the joy of your salvation. There's so much joy. That's why we are happy. That's why today, happy salvation Sunday, we are happy about our salvation. Oh, tell the next person, excuse me, I don't know about you. But when it comes to my salvation, I get excited. I feel like jumping and shouting and celebrating and rejoicing. Yes. You have no idea where I was when the Lord found me. You have no idea the things I was doing when the Lord found me. Hey. 
I see Brother Ralph here. He remembers me from campus. But God found me. He found me. You have no idea where the Lord located us. And he said, you, I need you, come. And today I'm standing here saved. It's a happy salvation Sunday. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. It's a beautiful, beautiful scripture. It says that, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by those who heard him. How shall we escape? The salvation that God has brought to us is so great. And so anybody who neglects it, you are neglecting something that I don't know how you can be helped again. Because it's the best thing that can happen to anybody. It's the best thing that can happen in your life. That God saves you. Jesus Christ came to die on the cross. And by his blood, he paid the price. There was nothing else that could pay the price for you and I. Except the blood of Jesus Christ. So when he died on the cross, and he said, it is finished. That was it. The price for your salvation. The price for your deliverance. The price for you to be set free. That price was paid. And so this is the only way by which you can be saved. The only way. Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verse 12, it said there is salvation in none other. None other. It said there is no other name. There is none. Given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no other name. I don't know what name you are thinking about. I don't know who you are thinking about. But none of those people can help you. None of those people can save you. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can set you free. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. For the great work he has done. And that is why for every one of us, there is a time that you must decide that. Listen, enough is enough. Let me just give it up. I don't know what I'm chasing after. Yeah. I remember the day I gave my life to Christ. So clear, we had gone for lectures and our lecturer didn't come. And one brother in the class, he just got up. I mean, he was very bold. And I said, wow. In a lecture hall, we all seen so many people. He got up and he went to stand to the, in, the, in the front there and he said, uh, since the lecturer is not here, I want to share my quiet time. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The guy was standing there. I don't even remember what he shared. But I remember him saying, if you want to give your life to Christ, raise your hand. I don't know what happened. I told you, my left hand was not stopping my right hand. (laughs) 
But I just lifted up my hand. Wow. In the lecture room. The university. Myself and another brother. The two of us. And he said we should come to the front. And people knew me. I mean I was on radio. I used to play secular music. I mean I was all over the place. So I mean for me to get up and walk to the front of the lecture for everybody. But I just got up. And I moved. So the two of us, we stood in front there and he led us to Christ. What a salvation. That brother, <laughs> you want to be born again? Hey. That brother, two things he did for me, leading me to Christ. And then he led me to a group on campus called Campus Evangelism Wing. These two things he did for me has transformed my life because that group taught me how to pray, how to study the Bible, how to do witnessing, how to go on evangelism, how to do door-to-door, how to do um, done broadcast. I learned all those things from that group. And today, I'm so grateful to him. Recently, I went to preach in our church in um, uh, where he lives. He lives in Takradi. He's also a pastor. He has his church. So, I told him that I was coming there. So, he came. And as I was preaching, he sat there. His tears were just running down his face as I was preaching. And I'm sure what was running through his mind, I mean, if he had not done the thing he did, look at this man standing here. That was in 91, 1991. Yes. Yeah. And recently I went for a funeral somewhere And When I got there Who should I see? This gentleman that we, we gave our life to Christ together All these years I've never seen him after school He is now an elder in Church of Pentecost Doing so well Oh No, that, that time God really wanted to arrest us. And I mean, because if this guy had not done this, I don't know. So I'm so grateful to God for my salvation. I'm grateful to God for the things that he has done for me and saved me. When you are saved, seven things, seven miraculous things have happened to you. And Bishop shares with us in this book, these seven things and um, I'm going to share with you <laughs> okay I think Taz had it mm. All right. yeah so number one hmm, I don't want to accept this thing but it looks like <laughs> the way it is <laughs> Salvation is the greatest miracle because it's a miracle for anyone to be forgiven. Hallelujah. No, it's not easy for somebody to forgive another person. And there are many of us here, there are people that uh, you haven't forgiven. (laughs) Yeah. It's a miracle. In Psalm 32 verse 1, the Bible says that Psalm 32 verse 1, if you can put it up for us. 
Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Whose sin is covered. It's a great miracle. But people take it for granted always something that will happen. No. It doesn't happen easily. Sometimes people will say, okay, uh, they, they have something, they say, forgive and forget. Uh, I've forgiven, but I've not forgotten. I've forgotten, but I've not forgiven. This type of thing. It, it doesn't happen that easily. So for your sins to be forgiven, and for many of us, we know where we've come from. That God decides and God says that, I've forgiven you all your sins. That is a great miracle. He said, whatever you have done, I will not remember it anymore. He said, as far as the east is from the west, so have I taken your sins away from you. That is a miracle. Hallelujah. It's a miracle. Sometimes when you know what you have done, you even wonder why you should be forgiven. Yeah. It's only those who feel righteous, who feel that they don't. Usually they say phlegmatics are like that. They feel that they are okay, they don't. So, but when you look at the greater picture, you can see that you are a sinner, you are a bad person. You need to be forgiven. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It says that, come now and let us reason together. Say the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. I mean, I cannot imagine that something as red as scarlet can be changed so much that it becomes white as snow. I mean, you need to see snow and understand what I'm saying. Very white. And we will not see any stain of red. That is a miracle. God decides that let me wipe away everything and make this person a new person. It is a miracle. One day a man found his wife. He, he, he got home unexpectedly. The wife was not expecting him. When he arrived, Caught in the very act. The wife was doing her best with another man. Forgiveness made easy. The matter went up to the, the, the leaders of the church, the pastors. And everybody was expecting that this man was going to divorce his wife and everything and that would be it. But to the shock and to the surprise of all the pastors, the man said, I forgive my wife. Wow. What a man. What a man. Now, if you were such a wife, that you have been caught in the act, and the man says that, listen, even though I saw you, and it's not easy for a man to see his wife, another man with her, something going on, up and down, he's watching it. And the man should say, I forgive you. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. 
That is what Jesus has done for you. I said, that is what Jesus has done for you. Give the Lord a shout. That is why you should not begrudge me. When I'm preaching the way I'm preaching. When I'm shouting the way I'm shouting. Because I was caught in the act. I was caught doing something. But when he found me, he said, I've forgiven you. Oh, what a salvation. What a salvation. What a salvation. Give the Lord a shout of away somebody. Hallelujah. Number two. Salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a miracle for your sins to be wiped away. Yeah. What a miracle. You know, in this world, records of sin and evil are not just wiped away. When they arrest you, they take all your details. Hey, good to see you. They take everything about you, your thumbprint, your, what else do they take? Picture. Come again. DNA. Everything. They have records of you. Hmm. What betide if you go and commit another crime? It won't be easy for, you'll be amazed where the information will be coming from. Interpol, CIA, uh, this, that. <laughs> Nigeria police. <laughs> what a shock. Things will be coming out about you. You, Every information is there, kept, stored. They have it, and they would never wipe. I hear they are, they are coming up with something right, something so that they will cancel every record. <laughs> no, 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 no. This thing it will not work. Because nobody wants, they want to keep the information. They have more. Have it there, back up, this, that. You will be amazed the things that they, you, if you like, if you sometimes people say that they think that there's nothing about them, you just type your name on them. <laughs> Google your name, you'll be amazed the things that will come up. <laughs> Even you as you are sitting here. Yeah. So, if human beings can have records like this, how much more God? Who sees all? Bible says in Hebrews 4.13 that all things are naked before him with whom we have to do. Everything that you are doing, he sees. He has records of everything. Bible says that when we get to the, 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 the throne of God, there are books. Bible says the book of life and other books. The question I ask myself, what are written in these other books? Hey! Because when they open, you'll be amazed the things that is there about you. Book, <laughs> book of lies. Everything, all the lies you've told, your name is there. Fornication, it's written there. Hey! Other books. The other day I was telling a certain wife who was not giving in to her husband's uh, <laughs> I, I, I told her, I said, listen, when I read the Bible, it said there are other books. 
I don't know what they have written in those books, but I said, I won't be surprised when the times you were denying your husband. <laughs> Immediately she said, okay, now I'll do it. <laughs> Other books, Bishop Nee, other books. You know, it's not just the book of life. So, God has records. I mean, we have, oh, records is not a problem for God. But when salvation comes in, the equation changes. You know, one lady had a vision. I'm sure many of you may have read a book before Mary Baxter. Yes, she had a divine revelation of heaven. And then when she went to heaven, she said that Jesus was taking her around and they went to a certain room and there were books. <laughs> books. Every, for everybody, your information is there. So he said, Jesus said, come, I want to show you something. Data room. And then I think somebody had just given his life to Christ on earth. I mean, you could see everything. So they went to take that person's book and brought it out and put it there. So many things have been recorded in that book. Yes. And said when he put it there, then there was uh, a liquid. She said something red. She believes it must be the blood. And then he took it and then he poured it on the book. She said immediately everything that had been written vanished from the book. Oh, I think you didn't understand what I said. If you did, you'll be standing and praising God. Those things you did, that was recorded. And today they've been wiped away. Oh, it's a good place to celebrate our salvation and give thanks to God. Yeah. Because certain things I did. Hmm. If they bring it up, I will not like it. I mean, ask yourself if your life some time back was being played on the video and we're all watching. How many would like to see it on the screen? Including your thoughts. But today, by the blood of Jesus Christ, all these things have been wiped away. Oh, what a great salvation. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Number three. Salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to love a person who has many problems. Mm. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. It says that, but God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hey, somebody like you, God decides that he loves you. You see, sometimes we feel we are so perfect. Yeah, recently I was looking at a picture of myself many years ago. (laughs) And I said, ah, why did I feel so good? At the time, how many of you have looked at your picture many years ago and you wondered that, ah, you were feeling very good and you felt that you were somebody. You were a pose and you were feeling good about yourself. 
Then you look at the thing today and say, ah! What at all? So you see, the, the feeling good that you are having is baseless. So you think that you are somebody who must be loved. That is why you don't see even this as a miracle. Recently, I was having a program, Singles Mingle. Yeah. And there was, I mean, people were moving, mingling. Everybody was. Then I saw one lady standing there alone. In the singles, she was still single. Because nobody was mingling with her. So I approached her. Then I realized, I think one of her legs or something, there was something, there was a deformity somewhere. You know. Then I said in my head, oh, that's why people are not moving to her. No, you would think that people will move naturally. No. But you see, what we don't know is that in the spirit, that is how God sees us. We are also very deformed. Deformed, broken, your one hand is not there. <laughs> the, the right hand that was pushing down the left hand, which one? The left hand was. <laughs> it's not there. You are very deformed. You, you, are, you look ugly. You don't look beautiful. There's a what? A toe on your forehead. <laughs> Deformity. But God looked at you and said, I love you. I love you. I love you just the way you are. I love you. I tell you. When you don't appreciate this, or you don't look at things from this perspective that I don't deserve to be loved. And somebody has found me and said, I love you. You will not appreciate the person the way you should. Yeah. I tell the wives, I said, listen, appreciate your husbands. Because you, you may assume that, oh, I'm the type who, who will be married anyway. I mean, I'll be loved anyway. No, I have seen many women. Nobody is minding them. Beautiful. In our eyes. But Ezekiel chapter 16 is a, a beautiful scripture of the love that God has shown us. Concerning our service. Ezekiel 16 verse 1, if you can put it there on the screen for us. He says that again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. And say, thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother an Hittite. I mean, describing who the person was. Your father was this, your mother. You are not the type that anybody would like to come close to. Verse 4. And as for thy nativity, in the day thou was born, thy neighbor was not cut. <laughs> totally deformed though. Neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. In those days when they give it, they have to wash with salt and all that. I mean, all that. You, you didn't look beautiful at all. There was nothing about you that anybody should love you. Smelly. 
None I pity thee to do any of these things unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou was cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day thou was born. Verse 6. And when I passed by thee, oh, thank God for the day he passed. He passed by me. He passed by me. He passed by me. He noticed me. When I passed by thee and saw thee, because many people pass, but they don't see. A lot of ladies have people passing by them, but they never see them. Never see them. I was telling one brother who was having a problem with his wife, whatever he thinks that whatever, the wife, he made a mistake, whatever. I said, my brother, listen. <laughs> Don't be thinking that way. He has seen somebody else. He's look, he thinks that that person is the person. I said, listen. If that lady was supposed to be the one you were to marry, you would have met her at the time you were looking for somebody to marry. How come you never saw her? Then after you are married, now you are seeing her. No, there's something wrong. You cannot convince me that this is the person that you should admire. Why was she not there at the time you were deciding to marry? Now that you're having problems in your marriage, you said it's because it's this person. Because this person was the one you saw. And you decided. Stay with it. Why are you going to? When I pass by thee. Mm, 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 Mm. No, no, not this one. No, this one. No, no. That's one over there. That's one. That is what God did for you. There were other people, but they said, not this one. Not this one. Not this one. This one. I like this one. It said, none I pity thee. They were all passing by you, but nobody saw you. But when I passed by you and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said, Unto thee when thou was in thy blood, live. Yea, I said unto thee when thou was in thy blood, live. Verse 7 I have caused thee to multiply as the bad of the field, and thou hast increased and waxed great. And thou art come to excellent ornaments. Hey, Reverend OJ, thou hast come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and your hair is grown. Hey. Whereas thou was naked and bare. You used to be naked. Oh. Today look at you. Someone will sing that song. Amazing grace. How sweet. The sound. That saved. A wretch. Like me. Oh. I was. Was lost. But now I'm found Was blind But now I see Oh yeah Amazing grace saved a wretch like me Then he said in verse 8 He said Now when I pass by thee and I looked upon thee. Behold, your time was a time of love. It was a time to show you love. It is a miracle that everybody else never showed you love. 
but he showed you love she showed me love when nobody gave me a prayer you saw me and you liked me that is why we must celebrate a day like this it is a great miracle oh hallelujah wow I'm enjoying myself when I'm preaching about salvation I'm so excited I can talk and talk and talk and talk yeah yeah he saw me and he found me number four salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to be released from prison yeah Luke 4 18 the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the broken hearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised amen but you know what 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 you see all these things what is just telling us is showing us who we were before Christ came to save us we may not admit it but the truth of the matter is that we were all in prison I mean what will make a man smoke how many packets a day two packets a day 40 sticks Rothmans you just blow smoke Statistics. You must be in a certain kind of prison. You may not want to accept it. You just move. Any man sleeps with you. It's a prison. Bondage. You're stealing. You can't stop. It's a prison. But you may not want to look at it that way. It's a type of prison that we are in. And when Christ saves us, he takes us out of prison. He delivers us. He saves us. And it's not easy for a person to come out of prison. If you know what it means to be in a prison, that people are put in prison, they have to go through a whole lot of things, they take the matter to court, go come, so many things. It's not easy. So for a person to be released from prison, it's just the grace of God. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. What God did for you, He delivered you from prison. We're all delivered from prison. We used to drink. I remember one time when, when I went to first year, there were these guys, they were drinking. Hey, I went to sit with them. We were just drinking. And they would just put only two bottles. Then when the bottles finished, they asked for two more. Bishop Nee, I don't know how many bottles we drank that day. Because they just kept bringing two bottles. Two. When you come, when you come and see us sitting down there, four of us, you would think well, there was nothing. <laughs> but we have, we have just, we've covered a lot already. What will make a person do that? Prison. The devil has kept many people in prison, but they don't even know it. Maximum security. And he's just making them do things that they don't want to do. But they are doing it. People are there. Salvation. Isaiah 42, 22. He says something. He said, these people are snared in holes. 
But this is a people robbed and spotted. They are all of them snared in holes. They are hid in prison houses. They are a prey and none deliver it. For a spoil and none say it restore. They are in prison. That is why we need to go and preach the gospel to people. Nobody is saying restore. Nobody is saying come out of the prison. Nobody is talking to them. They will always be in that prison. That's what the enemy is doing. So once you are saved and that today you don't even feel like smoking. You don't feel like drinking. I mean, to think of it that I want to drink. No. I have been delivered from prison. It's a good place to celebrate this beautiful salvation. Hallelujah. I need to be running up. My time is up. Number five, salvation is the greatest miracle because it is always a great miracle for light to shine into the darkness. Wow. It's a great miracle. When you are not saved, you are in the dark. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2. It says that the people that walk in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has the light shined. Oh yeah. What we don't know, we are in darkness. When the gospel of Jesus Christ comes to us, light has come. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12, the Bible says that, Colossians 1 12, he said, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet. To be partakers of his inheritance. Of the saints in light. 13 says that. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of our sins. Hallelujah. We were under the power of darkness. There was no light coming through. Nothing. There was no way we could see our way. We were just groping in the dark. Moving. But we thought we were, we were, we were, we were grooving. <laughs> but we were rather groping. But we thought we were grooving. That's the next person. Do you remember when you were groping and you thought you were grooving? We felt good. You go to the nightclub and come back. You wake up with a hangover. And you felt good. You are in the dark. Bible says in Ephesians 4, it says that we are alienated from the, from the life of God. It says having their understanding Yes, our understanding was darkened. We were alienated completely, but we didn't know. Not part of it. We thought that we were we were taken out from the life of God through the ignorance that was in them because of the blindness of their hearts. We were taken out, but thank God for the light. You see, for a light to shine in the darkness, it's not an easy thing. Yeah, you should go and ask Nepal and all these people. They will tell you that. It's not easy for light to just come on. 
Light doesn't just come. It's a great miracle for a light to come on. Oh, I think it's a good place to celebrate the Lord. When Jesus met Zacchaeus, light just came into his life. May light come into somebody's life this morning. Number six, and I'm closing. Salvation is the greatest miracle because it is a great miracle for you to go to heaven. Wow. (laughs) Now, even in this world, you don't just go to any place. How much more heaven? Revelation chapter 7 verse 13. And one of the elders answered saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? Where did they also come from that they are in heaven? And I said to him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. What a, what, a, what a salvation, Bishop Nee. These are people who should not be here. Somebody said one time that when we go to heaven, there will be three surprises. Surprise number one is that the people you thought who will be there, they will not be there. Hey! Surprise number two is that the people you, you never thought will make it to heaven, you will see them there and say, Hey, you two, what are you? Because you knew them. When I travel to our churches abroad, I see people I knew on campus who were very bad. Bishop Nee, that these people, they don't darken the doorway of a church. That they are in the church, they are either preaching or they are doing something. When I look at them, I say, hey, if you too. So even here on this earth, we are shocked and surprised. And when we arrive in heaven, it will be a great surprise. But the third surprise will be that you will be there. Oh! Hallelujah! (laughs) Oh, by the grace of God, I will be there. No, as for heaven, you got to be there. I'm not talking about America. I'm not talking about uh, Amsterdam. I'm not talking about some other... I'm talking about heaven. It's the place to be. I said it's the place to be. I'll be there. Tell somebody you've got to be there. I've got to be there. You're fighting for visa for uh, America. Fighting for visa for Canada. Fighting for China. Why don't you fight for visa for heaven? It's the greatest place to be. Bible said the streets are made of gold. I would like to walk on those streets. I'd like to be in heaven one day. I want to be there. Beautiful. I want to see a place where the streets are made of gold. Ah, a place where they don't need light because the, the light that is coming from the Father it is shining all over the city. The place is beautiful. I want to be in that city. I want to be there one day. I said I want to be there one day. I'm looking forward to that place. I want to be there one day. One day. One 
Hey, when the role is called up yonder, hey, I'll be among the number. I'll be among the people that will go marching in. When the saints go marching in, I want to be among the number. I want to be there. I want to be there. You gotta be there. My brother, you gotta be there. Don't fight to be somewhere else. Fight to be in heaven. Fight to be where God is. Fight to be where Jesus is. It's the best place to be. It's the best place to be. I'm telling you, the place where there's no more crying. The place where there's no more sorrow. Are you not tired of all this sickness and pain and sorrow and all these things? Are you not tired of it? I am tired of it. I am tired of it. I heard Shelly Caesar singing a song one time. He said, I don't want to live in hell and die and go to hell. <laughs> I don't want to live in hell and die and go to hell. It's like, I'm already I'm living in hell. I'm struggling here. And when I die, I'm going to struggle again. No way. I want to make it to heaven. I want to go to heaven. Come on, shout and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. I want to make it to heaven. Oh, I've got to be there. i got to be there. Oh, somebody celebrate the Lord and give Him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We'll be there. We'll be there. I'll come and visit you in your mansion. And you also come and visit me in my mansion. Oh, it will be beautiful. What a place, what a place, what a place. I'm fighting to be there. I don't need any other thing. Take away everything and give me Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Soon and very soon. Finally. Because if you leave me, I'm telling you. When it comes to my salvation, I know. Number seven, the last one. Salvation is the greatest miracle because it is a great miracle for you to know Jesus. Oh, it is a great miracle. Mm. No, you don't just easily meet great people. That you are walking there, you meet the president of China. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't just happen. Very remote. I mean, can you imagine even the president of Nigeria? I wonder. <laughs> even what? Even the governor of Lagos. I mean that you will just meet him and you know him. No. But for us, we don't just know the governor of Lagos City. We don't just know the president of China or president of Nigeria. I'm talking about the king of kings. Yes! I'm talking about the Lord of lords. I'm talking about the savior of the world. He's the one I know. I don't know who you know, but I know the savior of the world. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yes! 
in John 17 verse 3, the Bible says something. I'm close and I'm just, I'm just adding, I'm just excited. He said, and this is life. This is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I'm talking about the real deal. I said, I'm talking about the real deal. Sometimes I hear people say, whom you know, whom you know, whom you know. I'm telling you, it gets to a point, whom you know cannot help you. But I know somebody. Oh, I don't know whether people are excited about the salvation they have. Ah, I know somebody. I said, I know somebody. I said, I know somebody. This is life eternal. Revelation, this life eternal. This is life not what you are living. This is the life we are talking about. When you know the Savior, when you know Jesus, this is life. And not just a life for a moment, but it's life itself. It's the greatest thing that can happen to anybody. That's why the Bible says that, how shall you escape if you neglect such a thing? escape. Oh. Today if you are here, don't don't move away without knowing Jesus Christ. It's the best thing that has happened to us. Oh yes. Well that's why we sing that song. Happy day. Happy day when Jesus was Oh he taught me to watch oh and live rejoice sing every day oh happy day happy day oh when Jesus was my Paul will say for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is, it is, it is, it is the power of God unto salvation. For everyone who believes, it doesn't matter who you are, you may be tall or short, you may be fat or slim, you may be fair or dark, it doesn't matter who you are, everyone who believes, salvation awaits you. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. If you can just open up to him, he wants to come into your heart. I will worship him.
said in Psalm 116, he said something. He said, what shall I render unto my God? What can I give? Can you put that scripture there? I think it, Psalm 116, that's what it is. Yes. If you can locate it, just start from verse 1, we'll find it. But I love the Lord because he heard my voice. Verse 5. Thank you, Lord. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. Verse 6. Ah, the Lord preserved the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Return unto thy rests. 10. I don't know, I'm looking for the verse, but I thought whoever is on the screen will look. 12. Yes. 12 says that, what shall I render? What does 11 say? 11 says that, I said in my haste, all men are lies. Verse 12. He said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Then he said, verse 13. He said, I will take the cup of salvation. I will call upon the name of the Lord. Quickly. I will pay my vows unto the Lord. Now in the presence of all his people. Then he said in verse 15, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. You are so precious. You should not just die. He loves you. You cannot just die. You should not just die. Verse 16, then he said, O Lord, truly I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. Verse 17, he said, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I will call upon the name of the Lord. That is what he has done for us. I will worship him forever. Love him forever. Because this God is too good. I will worship him. I will worship him forever.
Listen, this morning, this God we are talking about, He's here. He's here. He's here this morning. He wants to love you too. He wants to show you the salvation that we are so excited about. He wants to give you an opportunity to be with Him in heaven one day when you die. And today, as we have gathered in His presence, He's here. He's knocking at the door of your heart. He said, if any man will hear my voice and open the door, he said, I will come in and I will sup with him. And he with me. Today with every head bowed, with all eyes closed. It's a very important moment. Jesus is passing by. And he says, it's your time for love. I can see you. And today every head bowed, all eyes closed. Just to play the keyboard softly. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want this eternal life we are talking about. This is the best kind of life you can ever have. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. I need the salvation you are talking about. I want to be free from prison and from the darkness. If you are here like that, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Let it go up above your head. And I'm going to pray with you because today is a day of salvation. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow will be too late. Today, he says that if, I, if you can hear his voice, harden not your heart. Lift up your right hand. You want to be saved. Lift it up. God bless you. I see your hands. Don't, don't be shy. Don't look at the next person. It's between you and God. One day when you stand before God, it will be only you. Your friend will not be there. Let it go up. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up. Let it go up. God bless you. Up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you because I believe there are two more people you need to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. Let it go up. Don't be shy, my brother. Lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Come to me. Come. Come. I want to pray with you. Come. Come from the side. Come from the back. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. I still sense that there's somebody there who needs to come. Hurry up and come. Tomorrow will be too late. Run quickly. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. Jesus is calling you. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his way. Before I pray with these ones, I just want to give somebody else here. There's one more person I sense it in my spirit. You need to give your life to Jesus. Run quickly and come. Just like God saved me in that lecture room, He wants to save you also today. He has found you, located you. Come to me quickly. Quickly before we pray. Come. Run quickly and come. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't say I'll do it tomorrow. Do it today. Come my dear. Come. God bless you. I felt that this person was a gentleman. You know you are the one. Come quickly. Listen, I'm bargaining for your soul. You need to run quickly and come. Come. 
Just surrender it all to the Lord. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And let's just pray. I want you to repeat after me. Let's all join them as we pray. Say, Lord Jesus. Today, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I am yours. And you are mine. Satan, from today, I will no longer serve you. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father. For saving me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. You see our pastor waving his hand there. He's going to talk to you. Give you a book to help you to walk with God. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I sense our way. Thank you so much.